Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Josh, and I'm your Push Coach. Thank you so much for joining me for season three of my podcast, where my mission is to help coaches, leaders, and entrepreneurs to find purpose and passion in their work while turning it into a six and even seven figure coaching business. But before we dive into today's episode, let me just share a little bit about me. After making only two sales in my entire first year of business, I've gone on to create a multi-million dollar coaching business, helping people just like you to find confidence, clarity, and become leaders that change the world. On this show, you're gonna get tools and resources that are gonna help you to make success easier than you ever thought possible. We're gonna help you reprogram your beliefs and mindset for success and create a program that gives your clients massive results. Also, I would love to give you a free copy of my brand new book, The Best Version of You. Head over to joshcoats.com to grab a copy and learn the exact strategies that I have used to build a multi-million dollar coaching business. I'm so excited to have you here today. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the show. Um, as you're hearing this, I should have just returned from a week um, in Seattle with my mentor and a mastermind that I participate in. So um, as I'm recording this, I'm just a couple of days away from leaving for that. So excited. Love, love, love being around other people and the energy. Um, I participate in a group that's um, for people at a certain level in business, and we all get together and mastermind. It's just the best time in the world. So I'm sure in in real life right now, I'm feeling so recharged and refreshed, but also as I'm recording it, I also feel pretty damn good. So let's dive into the next chapter of the best version of you. We've had a couple of weeks off from this, and I'm so pumped to get back in because today we've got chapter seven. All right, let's do this thing. Chapter seven, entrepreneurship, heart plus hustle plus harmony. I couldn't write an entire book without talking about the thing I'm most passionate about. I mentioned how falling in love with life coaching caused me to pursue a business coaching others. I don't want to assume that everyone in the world is called to entrepreneurship, but I do believe that there is a piece of it living inside of all of us. Entrepreneurship is simply the desire to give your flavor to the world through some type of creative process. Sometimes this looks like having an online business. Other times it means starting a nonprofit or it may even be leading some type of social reform. Regardless of how this looks for you, I wanted to write a non-traditional chapter on this subject. I have tons of materials on my website on how to market, sell, and use social media. So I wanted to keep this chapter in alignment with the concept of this book and look at something that is a little more growth-oriented from the business perspective. In 2020, the world was hit by a global pandemic. I'll never forget sitting on my couch watching a basketball game when the announcement came across the bottom of the screen, NBA season canceled. And within a few days, every major sports league, professional, and college had also canceled their seasons. My business was doing amazing, and although I was a little concerned about what a pandemic might do to my sales, I ended up running into a problem I could have never predicted. The shift in the world led to a lot of people being out of jobs, which actually made online business like mine skyrocket. But I found myself sitting around the house in the evenings just feeling lonely. My kids go to their moms half of the time, so they kept me busy on days that they were there, but on days they were gone, I sat alone in an empty house, scrolling through thousands of shows and movies available and just feeling empty. My girlfriend, now my wife, Jenny, worked most evenings, 
So she would be in her office. She's a virtual therapist. And during that season was working with clients who were only available in the evenings. What was wrong with me? I had always been such a happy and motivated person. I was still motivated during the day when there was work to do, but I just felt so lethargic and blah all evening long. Thankfully, I am a trained life coach, so I took some time to coach myself as I'm teaching you to do in this book. I started asking myself questions. Why do I feel this way? What is different now than before? What are the times that I'm feeling like this? The more I thought of it, the more I realized that before the world shut down, I would spend my afternoons working in coffee shops where there was at least noise around, people to meet, baristas who sometimes knew me by name. Just getting away for a few hours in the afternoon would rejuvenate me. On evenings that my kids were gone, I would sometimes stay late at the coffee shop and just hang out. Other nights, I would go to a local restaurant or grab a drink at one of my favorite cocktail bars. I started to wonder, am I really a happy person? Or have I just always found ways to stay busy? This question hit me really hard. I realized that there is a really big difference between being happy and being motivated. I was motivated, which led me to do a lot of things most people wouldn't do, like growing a business or showing up at a random cocktail bar and meeting the bartender so I would have someone to talk to. But that doesn't make me happy. It just makes me feel good. I realized that my whole life, I had always found a way to be busy so I didn't have to be alone. I happened to be in training with one of my mentors, Gerard Adams, who was making us do something he called the H5. There were five different H's he wanted us to focus on that were all around having full and harmonious lives. From that training, I pulled my favorite three and started making it a part of my own online training. I created a formula that I call heart plus hustle plus harmony. These were new words for something I'd technically always done, but this global pandemic was forcing me to dig in and find new and even healthier ways to do it. Heart. You've already learned how the heart is the real you. This is your divine nature and your constant connection to your creator. I started doing very specific morning routines to make sure that my heart was connected to my day and my work. I was already doing a few good things, but I saw this as a great time to reflect and make this routine even better. I start out every day by taking half a scoop of pre-workout, setting a five-minute timer, and acknowledging my creator. I go through all of the expressions of the heart and say things like, I am acknowledging the voice of hope today. I'm acknowledging the voice of love today. I'm acknowledging the voice of purpose today. I start off with words from the graphic I shared in the head versus heart chapter and just see where it goes. These, your, these words usually inspire other new heart words that are also powerful to me. Then I write down all of my goals, schedule out my day, and write down three things I'm grateful for. Finally, I say my list of affirmations. Once I've done all of these things, I take the rest of my pre-workout and jump into my workout. It might sound silly to say that my workout is a part of my heart routine, but for me, it is. I turn on motivational tracks on Spotify, and I push myself during this time to tap into my inner strength and potential. Here's why it's so important to start your day off with a heart routine. No matter what you do for a living, if your heart is where your purpose and strength live, this is what sets you up to live each day from your inner power. Whatever it is you need to accomplish in life, I can promise that you will need this power. I see entrepreneurs all the time investing 
thousands of dollars in trainings that promise the perfect formula for converting more sales. One person says it's your ad copy. Another person says it's your landing page. Another says it's your social media content and on and on and on and on. Isn't it funny how there can be just one thing that everyone needs? And yet all of the gurus seem to disagree on what that one thing is. The reality is people who are too good at sales sometimes take advantage of our weaknesses and insecurities. Just like in the diet world, people know you want results now, so they twist the truth to tell you what you want to hear so they can get your money. I'm so sick of this bullshit that I'm personally working very hard to rebrand my whole online culture around speaking to the heart instead of tricking people through their doubts and fears. This goes deeper than just business. As a parent, I have so many doubts and insecurities. I'm doing my best every day, but every time one of my kids lashes out, I'm worried that somehow it's my fault. Maybe I should be more strict like my parents. Maybe I should be less strict like some of the other parents I know. When you are in the place of doubt and fear, just about anyone can convince you of the right way of doing something. Starting off your day in your heart is about finding your clarity, your certainty, your strength, and your power. It's about going to work and going to the world with something you believe in so much that you don't need someone else's solution. You realize that you are the solution. You have the magic living on the inside of you, and you don't need to pay a guru to borrow their magic. My training groups the last couple of years are a lot less about fixing people's business problems and more about teaching them the simple principles and helping them realize their own power. If you are someone who leads or mentors others, it's that much more important to make sure you're living from your heart. Like having kids, others will often trigger your limiting beliefs and fears. If you aren't careful, you'll start thinking that their failures are your fault. We should always be looking for ways to improve our systems and our accountability, but sometimes people are just bad clients or employees. We have to stop taking the results of others so personally. I tell my leaders all the time to stop looking to others for the affirmation and confirmation you should have given yourself when you woke up. If you are living from your heart, you will show up with confidence and vision that demand respect. People will want to follow you because they see that you don't need their approval. Like the stereotypical high school quarterback or captain of the cheerleading squad, people tend to follow the people who don't need others to follow. I'm not saying this to be an ass. I just mean to raise your frequency to a place where people want to chase you because they see you're going somewhere. Leaders should not spend their time chasing others. They should step up to such a high level of purpose that others are chasing them. Now, we've got two more sections in this chapter, one on hustle and one on harmony. We're going to wait till next week to crank those ones out. To, I want to try, when possible, keep these podcasts short so it's not a seven-hour podcast every time you tune in. But guys, the idea of starting your day off with the heart is such a powerful and such an important thing because the reality is like, our head, and we, we, we just did a big launch for our life coach certification, so I was talking about this a lot, but like our head is what is automating the activities in our life based on the programming that's gone into it. 
And the problem with this is if you have some bad programming in there, a lot of times you're not even consciously aware that your head is performing some of these things that no longer serve you. Um, it's one of one of my favorite quotes in the world says that until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. And that's why so many people need to get coached and learn more about coaching so that you can do the inner work it takes to find out what those unconscious thoughts and beliefs are. But the reality is even when you find that heart space, it, it then becomes our job to hold on to that and maintain it. And this is something that I was teaching on um, to the people signing up for our life coach certification a couple of weeks ago was that life coaching helps you to dig in and find those deep rooted beliefs to give you kind of like that aha moment. But, but the aha moment itself is not the transformation. It is just the door opening for transformation. It's still your job to take that aha moment, whatever that is, and to hold on to it and to protect it and decide over and over and over to live from that place. So that's what you know my morning heart routine is all about. It's all about taking the things that I've discovered over time and making sure that I'm holding on to those things and giving them the first place in my day and in my life. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening today. We'll talk more about the hustle and the harmony um, on the next episode. I love you guys so much believe in you so much. Have such an amazing day and I'll see you on the next episode or Instagram or email or wherever we're hanging. Talk to you soon, friend. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Your Push Coach. I hope you enjoyed so much of this deep dive into the tips and strategies you can use to build your coaching business. If you want to hear more episodes just like this, please make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get notified when a new episode releases every week. Also, make sure and tag me over on your stories wherever you're listening to the show so that I can share them over to my stories. Remember, you are worthy of everything you want in life. You are capable of everything you want in life. You have infinite creativity and wisdom and life and love living on the inside of you. So go be a light today in the people you serve. I will see you next time.